Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of This Is My Bourbon Podcast. I'm your host, Perry. With me in his own home, actually, is Eric the Whiskey Mutant Smith. Eric, what's up, buddy? Get out of my house. Okay. What you doing in my basement? All right, see ya. Roll the music. It's over. A lot of awkward mic noise there. <laughs> what you doing in my basement? What are, you, what are you doing in my backyard? My backyard's right there. What are you doing in it? I just uh, wanted to see if you need me to cut your grass. <laughs> it ain't that day of the week. <laughs> What's going on here? <sighs> are, they, are they also... Is that just breathing or is that smoking out of I'm the... Smoking. Okay. Yeah. Virginia Slims. <laughs> right out of the stoma. I'm a, more of a Kentucky spirit guy. <laughs> My grandpa used to drink the uh, drink, smoke those ones that didn't, didn't have a filter on them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God. I'm just kidding. I've never smoked a cigarette before. Really? Yeah. I don't I, have any interest I, in The last cigarette I smoked was at the meetup. Yeah, I know. With the old ladies in the parking lot. I walked out. I walked out <laughs> to bring stuff to my car. And you look at me and go, you want a cigarette? I was like, no, I don't want a cigarette. <laughs> what, is, what are you doing? <laughs> I, I only smoke if like I'm around people and we're drinking and somebody. It's very rare that I do. I used to a little more in the band days because it was like. that's what you do. You're young and you're like trying to be cool and just everybody's smoking. But And then I stopped. And then it's like. Yeah, I know what cap that is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so then I was like, I walked out, and she's she was like, "No, you boys are so funny. You want a cigarette?" And I was like, "You know what? I think I'm going to have a cigarette with this 75 year old lady right now." And we sat and had a cigarette together. And Barry did exactly what he said. He walks out. He looks at me. He was like, "What the hell is he doing?" I was so confused. Well, and, and, but we, honestly, like, it, I think it was about par for the course with how weird that <laughs> night had gotten. I was just kind of like, you know what? This isn't the strangest thing that I've seen <laughs> today. Oh. Watch this 75-year-old man walk around a convention center with a wife beater on. <laughs> I think that's, yeah, it's all and par for the course. And I gave a sample of the new riff. And I was like, have a good night. I'm sure that lit him up. And then later on, one grabbed my ass. So that's that's that sums it up. Well, if this is your first time <laughs> listening to the podcast, thank you so much for being here. Uh, if you're returning, you know that this is exactly how every episode goes. <laughs> Pretty much. Welcome or welcome back. Yeah. Uh, subscribe if you haven't already. Leave us a five-star rating and review. Uh, you can follow us on social medias, at my bourbon pod and at Whiskey Mutant. You can support the show on Patreon, patreon.com slash podcast for as little as a dollar a month. Yeah. Um, no video this week of the podcast. I mean, no, like, I, I'll still put it up on YouTube, just, you know, audio only, but there's no, like... I mean, I can take a picture of us right now if somebody requests <laughs> it to prove that we're here. I mean, I, th I think you can probably tell by the lack of barking dogs that we're not at my house. You may just hear children crashing and calling people on the alexa yeah for i don't know what was no going reason. on yeah. yeah anyway so this week uh we normally start with uh either flying blind or sips and snacks and sips and snacks is a pairing thing 
And that's what we're doing this week. Yes. Yes. I'm very curious about this. Okay. I'm very curious about how this came about as well. Okay. This came about one night when everybody was asleep. <laughs> okay. I'll tell you the story about that in a second. I, I can pretty much uh, assume, but I'm going to let you finish. <laughs> um, everybody was asleep. And obviously, me being night shifter I am, I went into pairing mode. And I was like, man. This is I've not ever posted this one because I think I honestly forgot about it because I drank a lot that <laughs> night. But it came it came back to me earlier, and I was like, "Man, we got to do this one." So this is like my movie theater pairing. Um, it's bunch of crunch. There's some stomping. It's bunch of crunch, which in a box, which is my favorite movie candy. It's Nestle well, Crunch. Yeah. And I love it with popcorn. And so I remember I was like, you know what? I bet mellow corn would be good with this. That's what I said to myself in my head. And I tried it. And it was really good. So this is like being at the theater. You're taking your corn and you're mixing it with your bunch of crunch. And I'm hoping you enjoy this as much as I do. I'm excited for it. So, yeah, mellow corn. Have you ever reviewed Melicorn on the podcast? We have not actually. I was I was I was thinking back to all the episodes and I was like, I don't think they have. No. Thank you. I do love Bunch of Crunch. Though. Oh man, they're my favorite. So yeah, I would say chomp a little bit of Bunch of Crunch and then take a sip. Because this is not the best for pour overs. It would just go everywhere. <laughs> Dude, right? It shouldn't work as well as it does. It's so good. I like that a lot. <laughs> it's really good. It's not like straight up having a bunch of crunch and popcorn, obviously, but there's just this enough corniness in that yeah. to give you kind of that butter and sweet and savory type thing. You know, honestly, I don't dislike mellow corn. I don't either. Like, I have, I have a bottle. I don't go for it very often because I'd rather go for I probably actual, had that bottle for like two years. Um, I've had mine since before Swan moved this last time, because he just gave it to me. So if you're wondering why the cap is green. I know why the cap is green. You broke the other one. Yep. It's sitting <laughs> right over there in that little thing. You want some more? But it's the... Yeah, sure. Um, actually, in a minute. Okay. Um, mm. but it's the cap from a Heaven Hill six year. Yep. 90 proof. Yep. It, it is. I was trying to figure out what was off about it. Like, just looking at it. It looks kind of cool, though. I don't know. I like it. It's like 90s Seattle Supersonics. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, that's like my... When I go to the movies, I do a bunch of crunch popcorn and whatever I've snuck into the theater. Heck yeah. But this, I tried to pair it up together. I really like it. Man, it makes me want to go to the movies. <sighs> man. Hopefully I won't fall asleep, but... Watch Morbius. It's Morbin time. <laughs> it's Morbin time, y'all. It's Monthbius again. I saw a meme where they were like, imagine the theater, I mean, the um, studio does all this, and they don't even take the opportunity to add a little extra bit of him going, it's Morbus time. <laughs> imagine how disappointed you are when you watch it the second time when it comes out, and they don't add that. So, I, did we talk about that... Um, about Eddie Burback. He's a YouTuber. And he made a video. 
where he went to go see Morbius five times in a row, five days in a row. I feel like we did. And he like he bought tickets for everything everywhere all at once, but he snuck into Morbius. (laughs) Speaking of that movie, I want to watch that. Not Morbius, but Oh, everything everywhere all at once. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I want to watch Morbius too, just because of how horrible it's going to be. But just saying that you bought something else and snuck into Morbius (laughs) is amazing. Well, he didn't. First of all, he didn't want to give them money. Like he didn't want to give Morbius money because he knew it was going to be bad. And he also didn't want to get caught sneaking into Morbius (laughs) with the different ticket because he would be so embarrassed. Uh, it's a really funny video. Um, it was at like number five trending on YouTube. That's funny. For a few days. I'll check it out. But I'll tell you what else is trending is talking about what we've been drinking recently. What have we been trending recently? What have we been trending towards drinking recently, I suppose? Why don't you go first? I'll go first for sure. I got a few things I want to talk about. Tell me about them. I got some things I forgot to talk about, too. So a few weeks ago, I, I had a tour group. That I had to uh, take down to Nashville to drop off. Mm, I know where this is going. And so I, I went and stayed in Franklin, Tennessee, which is about 30 minutes south. Uh, and I went to go see Will and Grease from the podcast and went over to Grease's house with the tour bus. <laughs> he didn't know I was going to be in the tour bus. And so I rolled up in front of his house. <laughs> And I saw him, I could see him through the, the, the window in his front door, slowly realize what was happening. Like, this is for real right now. Like, this is really, Perry really just rolled up in his, his work vehicle. Um, but we, uh, we went down to the nook. I brought along some curly for, for him and Will to try. They loved it. I mean, Will from like the first sip was like, I am fully on board with this. And I was super happy about that because we're now like unofficial ambassadors for Curly. I feel like Curly is like our boys. Like, it's like, we're going to, yeah. We're going to get the scoop on like the first new thing that they, yeah, I hope so. Do. (laughs) Um, Grease brought out a couple of fantastic bottles um, that I, Four Roses pick that James and Bob did mm-hmm. for George, and he also he also brought out. Um, you want any of that? Right now? Yeah, yeah, sure. All right, keep talking. Okay. Well, he also brought out the uh, the Warehouse C Tornado Survivor oh, and the Toast. No, what was it? It's one of the uh, cured. Yes, the cured oak. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you told me about that. So, <clears throat> had some of the cured oak. One of the best Taylor products I've ever had. And then, there was so little left of the Tornado Survivor that we just killed it. And, I mean, there was there were probably like three ounces left. And so, we each got about an ounce. Maybe a little bit less than that. And Grease had to, like, wrap up really quickly. He had to go take care of the girls and everything. And we're standing around the the nook, and we're all signing the bottle, and I went and signed the, you know, the nook and everything. 
And we literally, all three of us, just shot the rest of the tornado. And Grace was like, boys, we just shot like $500 worth of whiskey. <laughs> it's like, oh, you're right, we did. <laughs> it was crazy, man. It was it was wonderful. That's. Um, I mean, there's a few of those tailors that are really good. Yeah. Last year's barrel proof. Oh, yeah. I want to ask you this. I'll ask you this in a second because we don't have a whole lot of news to talk about this week, but I think that it's something that we could definitely discuss. But I'll, I'll get I'll come back to it in a minute. Um, but so yeah, we it, that was just a wonderful memory thinking about it. Is it, it's awesome, and it was like <clears throat> it, it was, was very very grease, very grease, <laughs> and then. Uh, and then they posted on it on Instagram and all that. And like, it was one of those moments where I was scrolling through and I saw that and I go, man, I just love seeing my friends have fun. Cause like you were there and I know like, yeah. and it's, it's just knowing that you three and how, how much love I have for you guys and how special that bottle is, especially the grease. Like yeah. that's like his shit, you know? Oh what yeah, I mean? absolutely. So yeah, that made me very happy when I saw that post. It was so good. It was just, it was like exactly how I wanted that. Mm. Not that I had in mind, like, I hope that he breaks out the tornado no, survivor, but, but it was but just like. You don't get to hang out with them a lot. And if when you do, no. you want to have like that one pour that's just like, let's top off our visit together with something special. And that was perfect. Yeah. And I, I mean, I have really not been able to hang out with them since uh, Whiskey Weekend 2. Yeah. Even when you came with me to 4, like, they. I yeah. didn't even get to hang out with them that much all week because yeah. they were so busy. And like that's that's one of the things that, and it's it's no, I'm not trying to criticize them at all because the way that they do Whiskey Weekend is their own thing, and you know where we have our meetup, we're we're always there with everybody. Like we want to make sure that we're we're hanging out and we have that time yeah. to like see everyone and and interact and everything. And like that's always something that I want to maintain. You know, even if it does get bigger, we're just, yeah, we're as present as we can be and everything. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's tough that, you know, you go to something like that and you don't get to hang out with those guys. You do but, like, I you get your time together here and there when you can, but like, you know, they're busy and it's like, you don't want to bug them. I'm like, oh yeah, for sure. So, but, and like, I wanted to make sure that I saw them too course, yeah. before. Cause I mean, I hadn't seen them since. Since 2020, yeah. Since right the week before everything shut down, and you know it was before Eden was born and everything. So I just you know had to make sure. But so shooting warehouse, he's shooting survivor. tornado survivor. Yeah, tornado survivor. Um, but then also uh, I got to hang out with uh, Patrick and Heather Starkey last night. They came over for Elon. Elon, yeah. Well, sorry, Elon. Elon. Elon and Heather. Yeah. Um. <laughs> And uh, yesterday was actually his birthday. It was. So I had some of uh, Darren's Old Forester birthday bourbon left over. Uh, and so that was our first pour for the for the evening. Got into some of that 75 beam that, uh, that John left behind yep. as well. I broke out a couple of special things, too, that uh, one of them I'm going to keep a little secret. I'll tell you about off air. But uh, cracked mm. open what I what I think is probably going to wind up being just because it's coming scarcer and scarcer. But what's probably my very last bottle of C918. 
So, but you know what they say though. What? What's mine is yours. So, well, there's always more C918 <laughs> over here. <laughs> you know what I mean, though. Yeah, like I know, I know I, what it, you mean. It, it, if you run out, <clears throat> yeah, we got another bottle. Joe Joe Brazo gave me a bottle when he came in. Brazer. Yeah, Brazers. Yeah. Um, I was like, this is a special. This is a special one that I gotta hold on to a little Dude, bit. I think we're getting off topic, but like that's that. There's something special about C918. There is. I I think it's the best batch that they've done since they started naming the batches. But anyway, I've talked for long enough about what I've been drinking recently. You got you got a speaking of Elijah Craig barrel proof. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just you happened son to, of a gun. Uh I had a good friend um come upon a bottle and he gave me a, a very generous deal on it and we haven't opened it yet. I'll probably save it till me and Perry do something or I don't know. But it's B five sixteen. hundred and thirty nine point four proof? Yep. Yeah. So I can't wait to get into that. So that's what we will be yeah. drinking later. Mm-hmm. Um, Much but, later. But at the same occasion, uh, my neighbor <laughs> had me over, and he had just purchased a bottle of E.H. Taylor Four Grain. Talking a lot about Taylor this week. I know, I know. <laughs> and he just got it, and he was generous enough to say, hey, let's pop this and have a pour. And it was very good. <laughs> <laughs> the the drum roll <laughs> like that i've never had cured oak but i feel like it would be on kind of that level like cured oak is something amazing yeah. for sure but it was out in my mind i was going straight into it thinking like i'm comparing this to just normal eh taylor because i want to see what kind of level it's on and man it's good it's good. Yeah. It was one of those that I didn't, I didn't, I was just sharing a, sharing a pour with a buddy and I didn't really think about what to pair with it. I wasn't thinking about like, what am I getting on this? I just took a drink. I smelled it, took a drink and I was just like, this is freaking good. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, like, yeah. Each Taylor four grain. First time I ever had it. Maybe the last time I ever had it. Unless I go over to his basement and just say, let me have some more of that for you. Sneak over. Sneak over. I can't remember if I've had it or not. I feel like I have. But it's been so long ago that I don't have any, like, actual (laughs) memories associated with it. But, you know. Could you imagine just being, like, able to get a few of those when they first came out for normal price and having them now? Oh, my gosh. I mean, you could could buy a car if you sold them all. Yeah. It's crazy. And the, the the insane thing about it is too that people are willing to pay that much money, yeah, to to Instant, actually own instantly. one instantly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a no brainer for them. Yeah, they don't have to call their broker. They don't have to call their <laughs> Get financial manager. Yeah, exactly. They just are like, hey, how about I do this? Yeah. But anyway, so but, I I wanted to ask you this and this is something that we've kind of been doing over the past few years especially once we get to this time of the year halfway through and this is about the time where we start kind of collating our lists for best bourbons uh best whiskeys of of the year 
How have you felt so far about the new releases in 2022? Honestly, is there is there anything that's really kind of stuck out or something that you know is? I mean, aside from I, I know that we've talked about Curly, yeah, <laughs> nonstop. But like, I'm happy as, with Curly. Yeah, but as as far as like you know some of these newer things that are on the market, I mean, what are your thoughts so far here in June? I think. I think I'm more on I'm I'm happy with like the affordable new releases. Like I'm looking over and at the the two new Jack Daniels and I'm like we've had we had those on uh some Patreon stuff and we'll do a full review of them later but like that's such a good product especially yeah. the triple mash and it's affordable and hopefully it's going to be around. So yeah. I'm happy with that. Um, did the private select logic crack barrel proofs come out this year or did we, was that last year? I feel like recently we've got, we've been able to get, yeah, I, I can't remember. Anyway, a lot of the logic crack barrel proof picks that I've got, I've been happy with. That's a newer thing. Um, let's see. What other releases have we had? Um, do you want me to do you want me to look on Breaking Bourbon? You can. Let's do that. I'm trying to look around here since. I mean, a lot of like the the MGP stuff. What else has been out? The barrel releases so far this year. Yes, actually, only 32s come out this year. But I mean, like the the gray label seagrass. I forgot to tell you, by the way. We are getting a sample of the gold label seagrass. <laughs> anyway, um, Kentucky House St. Patrick's edition. <laughs> the the Blue Run High Rise. Yes, I'm okay with that. We Castle and Key. Uh, Penelope Architect. Yes, please. Wise Man Rye. Mm, we haven't tried that yet, have we? I have it, but we haven't tried it yet. Okay. We'll do it for a for a bonus episode. Good. Um, all the new Thomas S. Moores, which you've not tried yet. Um, I tried the, the Chardonnay <laughs> one, I think. That's not a new one, though. Oh. That was from the first run of gotcha. releases. The new OKI that's come out. We may be getting one of those. I'm just cool. saying. Good. Um, I'm excited to try it. Uh, the seventeen-year-old Fitz, the seventeen-year-old Heaven Hill. Oh yeah, we got a special. Sample. The oh my god! If I if I, if somebody put it for MSRP right in front of me right now, that seventeen-year-old Heaven Hill, I it would be one of those instant buys. Yeah, love that. Basil Hayden Subtle Smoke, which actually is not that bad. Darren brought it for me to try when I was in Louisville a few weeks back. Not the worst thing in the world. I'll be the judge of that. But not $50 worth, I don't think. Good. <laughs> um, can I see? We'll talk about that later. If you yeah. listen to the live episode, you got a little taste of that. Uh, but that's, I mean, that's all really, that's really everything that's come out so far. I mean, I think it's. I think I'm running into like 2021, the end of 2021 yeah. into 2022. Um, man, I'm. I, I feel like those Elijah Craig barrel picks did start coming out this year. Yeah, 
I don't think that that was a end of 21 thing. If they did, it was right on the end and we weren't getting much. Yeah. I don't know. I like I don't normally think about like including picks in like my top 10. Yeah. But I mean like in general I could probably say like you know, the Elijah Craig barrel proof picks. Yeah, cuz they they just came out. I think that's yeah. I think that's okay to say. Yeah. I wonder if they'll ever do Larceny barrel proof picks. I would love to try it because I I want I would love to see what a single barrel of that is. Yeah, for sure. But have you opened your um Elijah Craig barrel proof? No, we haven't had a chance barrel? to sit down and do That's it. That's true, we haven't. Um cuz I wanted to that was one going to be another one I wanted to share with you. Um but I guess I guess technically if I would have chose a Larceny that would be the single barrel. Yeah, that's true. I had it there, and it was it was really good. Yeah, uh, the just burn. not as good as the uh, Elijah Craig. Mm-mm. Yeah, I mean it was. It's really good, <laughs> and I'm curious to win. Like, so everybody who came to the um, Heaven Hill, uh, you do you bourbon or whatever it's called. Yeah. You do you boo. Um, <laughs> so that. That same batch will run for like a month or two. And then once it runs out, they switch them, they set. Yeah. So if you did that in the this month, last month or so, you may, we we may be able to do a review on that. Um, people who did the meetup, they may have the same one if they did that. Um, I think Don got a Bernheim to take back, if I remember, which was I really good. I think you're right. Yeah. It was really good too. Yeah. So anyway, I just wanted to kind of, touch base with you on that i think the stuff that we've tried has been the majority has been good i've been excited i love the new jack daniel stuff um i love the older seagrass stuff yeah regular seagrass get the fuck out of here um (laughs) but and i'm excited to try everything like we'll get to try we should get to try dixon's new it will come out before then right i think he said like september yeah so, so I think we got a we're like you said we're in the halfway point and I think we got a lot of good stuff to go for the rest half. Yeah, we haven't even gotten to the antique collection. We haven't gotten to Russell's Reserve 13's coming back out with a oh, new batch. Oh, yes it is. So that's a then, then there's that like Russell's single barrel yeah thing. Oh yeah, too. Yeah. Or single single Rick House or whatever they called it. Yeah. Something like that, but yeah, I I think that there is still a lot of stuff we have left to go that is and it's not to say that like i haven't been wowed by some of the stuff that's come out this year because i i have been i've been very impressed with it um but i it's not really there's not a whole lot that sticks out in my mind until i go back and like look at that list and it's like oh here are all the things that have i feel like between the two of us we've got a lot of past stuff that we've not normally got yeah for sure yeah yeah i mean 100 percent yeah I don't know. It's, there's something about this year where it's been less. We've been less focused on you know new releases, and we've just kind of gotten what's come across our paths mm-hmm. more than anything. Just randomly or here and there, or whatever. So yeah. Anyway, let's talk a little bit of news. <laughs> let's talk about the first thing. Um. <laughs> That everybody's been talking about. 
<laughs> since this morning. Since this morning. And uh, a little peek behind the curtains, a little inside baseball and everything. We, um, we're recording this three days after we recorded the last episode. Yeah, so. But it is inexcusable for us to not talk about this particular product. <laughs> I, I can't believe it. I'm about to say this out loud. I, I, we're going to pair this on the show. Well, here's the thing. We're going to pair it. We're also going to have to find samples of the vodkas. Yeah. So that we can oh, have a full this, meal. This is going to be a full episode of just us eating and talking yep. about this. Arby's smoked bourbon, <sighs> 90 proof bourbon whiskey finished with American oak staves that's been smoked uh, that have been smoked with hickory, mesquite, and pecan smoke. The label literally says "smoked like Arby's meats." Proudly distilled in the USA, baby. On the back, if he walked into Sadler's Smokehouse in Texas, where they diligently spend all day smoking Arby's finest of meats, you'd find piles, this is a very low quality image, I'm sorry, piles of hickory, mesquite, and pecan woods, like the ones used to smoke this here smoked bourbon. (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) You'd smell that same earthy wood in the air that you taste in each sip. You'd feel the familiar warmth of... I don't, oh, I don't know what that word is. Uh, And you'd feel hungry. And you'd feel thirsty. (laughs) Finally, Arby's has smoked the meat called smoked bourbon. What? Produced, finished, and bottled by Brain Brew Custom Whiskey, Newtown, Ohio. Ohio? Our distillery is located just east of Cincinnati and seven miles north of Kentucky. Watch out, New Riff. They're coming for you. What? My favorite thing on the label, on like the mock-up label thing here, is the the wax stamp. It says "actual bourbon." Good, thank goodness. Actual bourbon. I'm so glad that the they Arby's felt the need to. I'm so glad they felt the need to clarify that for us. This is not Arby sauce. This is actual bourbon. I'm gonna pour this thing all over an Arby sandwich. We are getting smoked brisket sandwiches. Yeah. No, we are going to get and like, roast beef. We're going to get, gonna get like three stuff. different sandwiches. Yeah, and no, we're we going to do pour are. over over all of them. We're going to see how this works. I just don't like. I know how I feel about it, but I don't know how it makes me feel. You know what I mean? Like, there's a difference between the two. It's almost like it's just. It's it like, feels like a joke. It does. It, it feels, feels like it feels like we're being trolled, and it feels like. God has abandoned us. <laughs> because the ghost of E.H. Taylor is just he, going to haunt us all. And and the thing is, like, all bets are off. Like, people are going to do literally anything they want to yeah. now. Like, I can't wait till McNuggets come out with a bourbon. <laughs> we got your uh, Big Mac bourbon. Secret sauce is in in the recipe. <laughs> oh. It's the secret sauce that's been handed down from generation to generation, and we've distilled it, and we've bottled it for the world to have and enjoy. I mean, the, it, we're not crazy, right? This is insane. This is an no, insane thing. No, it's absolutely insane. This is people, King Arby's yeah. making a bourbon. Yeah. 
But I can't wait to get get this, get some of the the curly and crinkle fry vodka, and make like a full meal. Yeah, out of all of this, it's gonna be a whole episode. It's gonna be insane. It's gonna be the wildest thing we've ever done. And I just, I like my brain's not ready for it. It's oh. so weird, man. It is so weird. It, but in some bizarre way, I'm kind of excited about it. Yeah. But is that like, am, am I broken? <laughs> no. You're just curious. <laughs> yeah, I guess. But it, it just feels like I shouldn't be excited for this. But we have to be. We literally have an, a segment called Sips and Snacks. This is this is our shit right here. This is This was built for us. I just can't believe Arby's has a bourbon. Oh, from Ohio. They didn't even go to Kentucky. Would, okay. Arby's, I don't think, would have been my first choice for like a fast food place that would have had a bourbon. What would have been? Maybe Wendy's. Wendy's, really? They've already got well, like they a... Well, they got that bourbon bacon burger thing, Yeah, exactly. Right? So mm, I kind of think like maybe if they were trying to, you know... Listen, Arby's is just know, going man. all to hell because they have burgers now. You watch your mouth, though. Are they good? It's a good burger. I got it the other day. But that was their thing, though. They had everything no, but I know. burgers. I know. If Chick-fil-A starts getting burgers, I'm just boycott all fast food. <laughs> It'll come back around to where the only thing you're going to want to get is Taco Bell. <laughs> oh, fuck Taco Bell. <laughs> I still ain't got Taco Bell since then. <laughs> I gotta be honest with you, I have. I'm sorry. It's okay. Not your family, it's mine. <laughs> but your your family. Well, you didn't when have I'm to here, feed. I'm family. <laughs> isn't, isn't that a fast food thing? That's Olive Garden. When oh. you're here, you're family. <laughs> but I turned it around and <laughs> oh. it's, <laughs> it's like date Mike. <laughs> Please to meet me. Please to meet me. Anyway, I can't talk about Arby's bourbon any longer. I mean, that's it's, insane. It's something that we had. It was, like I said, unavoidable. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Um, <laughs> I don't know how to recover from that. You want to talk about some new releases? Yeah, let's do it. Coming from Whiskey. Arby's and... bourbon. <laughs> Coming from Whiskey Advocate, here's some new releases. High West Rendezvous Rye. They got a new new rye coming out. Okay. Okay. Uh, four to six years old, 92 proof, 70 bucks. Limited but nationwide. Uh, Rendezvous Rye is High West's flagship label and was the first whiskey ever released by the country company. Excuse the country. Me, the country of High West. <laughs> <laughs> a bold high rye expression. Okay, that showcased older rye whiskeys. It attracted legions of devotees and made the company's name. Last year, High West announced that Rendezvous would become a limited seasonal release as it gradually transitions to making its own pot still whiskey at its uh, Wineship, Wineship, Utah distillery. Okay, all right, all right. Uh, Frey Ranch? Is it Frey Ranch or Fry Ranch? Is it F-R-E-Y? Yeah. I think it's Frey. I think it is too. Single barrel, single barrel rye coming from Nevada. Five years, 
in eight months to six years in six months varies from 118 to 128 proof. Okay. Uh, 100 bucks a bottle, limited release, limited availability. Coming out in September, actually. Wow, cool. that's that early for them to put this out. Yeah. Let us know. But uh, I'll be interested in trying that, especially, I, it, you know, higher proof rye whiskeys. There aren't a whole lot of them. No. So it'll be interesting to see it will. what that's like. Chattanooga whiskey. Okay. They got a bottled and bond coming out. Nice. Uh, Didn't they already have that? Well, I guess they've got a new one. Oh. From spring of 2018. Okay. So, 100 proof, of course, $53 a bottle. Uh, Approximately 10,000 bottles sold at the Chattanooga Whiskey Experimental Distillery and in Alabama, Colorado, Florida, Georgia, Illinois, Indiana, Kentucky, Louisiana, Louisiana, South Carolina, Tennessee, and Texas. I never saw the first batch of yeah, I mean, the bottle at all. I mean, that being bond. said, I wasn't like actively looking for it. No, but I would always look but... at some places. But uh, And it looks like that's it for releases. So now we'll, we'll talk a little bit about some TTB labels. Do it. Not that we haven't already, but... <laughs> Actual bourbon. Yeah. <laughs> well, this one's... Uh, this one isn't actually a bourbon. Uh, it's a it's a rye. Uh, Square Six. So the Evan Williams Bourbon Experience. It's a new uh, new release from them. Kentucky Straight Rye Whiskey, ninety five proof, sixty three percent rye, twenty four percent corn, thirteen percent malted barley. Their bourbon wasn't very good, so I don't know how to feel about the rye, but we'll see. Oh, cool. and uh, today um, this could have been in news. Evan Hill broke ground on their uh, the new, new their distillery. new facility. Yeah. yeah. So we got invited, but I had to be here. You make it sound like it's my fault. It's not your fault, but I had to be here. (laughs) Or else I'd have been sleeping on the couch. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Smoke Wagon. It's going to have a bottled and bond straight rye whiskey. Oh, I'm down for that. 51% rye and 49% malted barley. Holy moly. Oh, it's not a 95.5. No. Oh, shit. Interesting. I'll be curious to see nice. what that's like. Uh, Blue Run Flight Series Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Okay. Four barrels. Profile. <laughs> Notes of vanilla. That's what it says. That's literally what it says. Is that like the gimmick? I don't know. Is it supposed to be like the vanilla batch or something? I don't know. Hmm. This is... Uh, very weird. 100 proof. The Flight Series showcases a unique micro-batch process to highlight the vast flavor characteristics of our award-winning high-rye bourbon. I don't know. I have no idea. Well, it's one of the weirder... I'm curious. I mean, we've, yeah. we've locked what we've had so far. Yeah. So. Uh, Blueprint whiskey from Old Steelhouse. Man. They're going to give me another reason to get... I got blue notes over there. I get mixed up with blue run. Now I'm going to get a blueprint. Uh, six years old, 75% corn, 21% rye, 4% malted barley, 100 proof. Uh, the label looks really cool. The blueprint whiskey series features historic blueprints recovered from the once abandoned old steelhouse distillery. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it's a good looking label, though. I like that. Yeah, it looks really cool. What is this? A California wheat whiskey? Sonoma Distilling Company. Distilled and bottled in Sonoma County. Hmm. 
Interesting. 91 proof whiskey distilled from wheat mash. This whiskey is made from wheat and malted rye aged in used whiskey and cognac barrels. Well. Aged a minimum of three years. Okay. Interesting. I'd be interested in trying that. For sure. <laughs> Coming whiskey posted Arby's. We have the bourbon. Oh my God. Actual Gosh. bourbon. Well, weird week for news and. Uh... <laughs> you have your one ounce of news from the whiskey meeting. Oh, yeah. What's your one ounce of news? Uh, Miller Lite is releasing a Miller Lite infused charcoal. Boo! For your barbecue. <laughs> oh, that's weird. Yeah. Want to get one too? Want to make your summer barbecue a summer beer BQ? Shut up. <laughs> Shut, Miller Lot infused charcoal for those barbecue pros that know and love that classic charcoal flavor. Look, and I'm a fan of Miller. Miller High Life, it's like my go-to regular beer. But shut up. <laughs> and it's not even like so. It's not even like wood chunk charcoal. It's like actually like briquettes. Inside is a fine charcoal infused with the great beer taste of Miller Lite. Use it to ensure any backyard, lakeside, or rooftop barbecue tastes just as great as the Miller Lite in your hand. And if you happen to have a different light beer in your hand, well, at least your food will taste great. (laughs) Oh, man, they went for it. This was. Uh, I repeat. On shut up. Dad, dad bod snacks <laughs> on Instagram for this TTB and release, it's, and it's legit. Like it's yeah, yeah, yeah. Dad bod snacks. It's funny because like is that your alternate account that you've not I told wish. me about? Like just like we get seen samples to review. There's snack pages that give get sent stuff like this to post. About How do review. you get on that though? I don't know. We need uh, to figure that out for you. I need about, I need about fifty one thousand. I need about tree fifty. <laughs> so, yeah. So yeah, there's 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 plenty of uh, snack pages to follow if you want to see new snack releases Man, too. That is crazy stuff to me. Anyway, you want to review something? Yeah, let's do a review. Let's do a review. So, a couple months ago. We found out that Bell Mead bourbon was only going to be sold at the Nelson's Greenbrier distillery. And we weren't sure what that was going to mean for it, like if there was a nationwide release that was going to be replacing it. Uh, and it turns out that there there was. And this is a uh, this is Nelson Bros whiskey, reserve Bro. bourbon. Brav. Nelson Bros. Uh, it says a blend of straight bourbon whiskeys, 107.8 proof. Siblings don't always see eye to eye, but Andy and Charlie Nelson are of one mind about the whiskey that bears their name. This artful blend draws from their choicest lots to create a robust high rye bourbon, and then they give tasting notes. So, I'm curious about this one. You want to pour first? Yeah. Uh, I think I paid about 65 for this. Let me. Let Is me this up everywhere it. now? Did you get in Tennessee? I got it in Tennessee. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, I like the the design and everything. Yeah. It's that's the Bell Mead bottle, right? I think Pretty so. much, yeah. I got one. 
over there. 107.8 proof. Uh, it looks like MSRP is about $55. So, okay. yeah, I think I, I actually paid about 60 for it. So, I mean, over 100 proof blend. Um, did you say, sorry if I missed it, did you say, is this their own distillate or is this MGP or is this blend of both? So, from what I understand, this is actually Kentucky bourbons. Oh. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. So there might be a little bit of Tennessee in there. I can't remember for sure. Um, I was kind of zoning out when the shop guy was <laughs> talking to me about it. I was like, uh-huh. Yeah. All right. Okay. Cool. Um, I've not tried this yet. I haven't gotten into this just yet. So this is a first, first impression. Nice. Poor for me. Barry just almost choked himself. He almost drowned himself. I also almost just talked into my glass. <laughs> I don't want to be around anymore. No, it, it's Is this thing on? <laughs> <laughs> no, somehow I, I a little bit got on the outside of the glass, and so it... <laughs> it went right up into your nose. No, it just kind of got on my upper lip. It was just unsettling more than anything. <laughs> I'm not mad at this nose. I'm not... Either, but it. I do feel like I'm missing something. Does that it make smells, sense? It smells young, youngish. It's kind of got that. It's really corny, like yeah, kind of mellow corny. Yeah, true. And th that's not even the glass I had mellow corn in. So same here. Don't blame it on that. Very corn forward, grainy, kind of like perfumey, fragrant, too. Like potpourri. Yeah. Artificial, like, not like cologne, but artificial, just like try to make a house smell good. Yeah. Not floral. Like, as you, in, like, like you sprayed too much Febreze. Yeah. Like yeah. not floral, like four roses, like very artificial, like a little too much in your face. Oh, the palette is so much better. Oh, 10 times better. Yeah. Oh, it's actually like. It's got complexity to it. And there's a darkness that wasn't even on the nose. Wow, that palette is so much better than the nose is. It's holy moly. It's a one it's a one eighty from the Oh, it for sure is. Yeah. Oh my like I don't It loses that floralness almost immediately. And it starts going like dark chocolate and citrus, mm -hmm. and there's an oakiness to it that it's, I immediately got uh, chocolate oranges. Yeah. Like that candy and stuff mm -hmm. that has that. Yeah, just when you, you said it just now. God, that is so much better than the nose is. <laughs> I was the, worried for I a second. I was too. I thought we were going to have just a really negative review. The The finish is a little bit short. It's a little, yeah, it's a little thin. Yeah. With that proof, I was hoping for a little bit thicker mouthfeel because it's kind of thin but it's a good drinker it's not anything you it's just one of those that it's like pour it and drink it yeah like you're not really needing to think about it because 
it's a there's more on the palate, like you said, than the nose. Yeah. That's definitely something that I would start the night with or start yeah. drinking with as opposed to That would be my warm up, just chilling. Yeah. And then you bring out something that's kind of that older, more viscous, more complex pour. It makes me think about that I think it was the hundredth episode where we were talking about Elijah Craig barrel proof. <laughs> like that's not something you're gonna end the night with. Spoiler alert! Past Perry. <laughs> oh yeah, because I put that on one of the. You I put, put it in the, the in the in, in the, the two hundred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Quiz. <laughs> who the Perry f- said who he the would f- not in his night with this barrel. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that proved to be a lie. <laughs> and you are not the father. Thank God. I mean, I'm happy I'm the father to my own child. Right, but, but not that other kid. That, I mean, maybe I am based not on the that other pre-game kid chip. that you had to have that test taken. What? We don't talk about Bruno. <laughs> <laughs> we don't talk about Bruno. Um, but yeah, like, is this just supposed to be their like normal offering? Kind of, yeah. Because didn't they do that other one that came out like last year? Nelson's Greenbrier or something like that? Yeah, yeah, so they have... Let's just look at all their products. Just Goog it. I'll give it a Googs. Give it to the Goog. Okay, so... Yeah, they've got Nelson's Greenbrier Tennessee Whiskey. And that's lower proof, right? Um, That's 91 proof. Okay. They've got the Nelson Brothers. Mm-hmm. Which we're drinking now, but they right. have a they have a classic, and they have their reserve bourbon, and the classic is ninety three point three proof. So this is kind of like a mid shelf thing. Kind of, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, like sixty bucks a bottle, pretty much. I'm not entirely mad at that. I'm not either, but I'm but... not entirely impressed either. I mean, here's the thing, and I hate to keep going back to it. But if there's Ray Breed on the shelf, oh yeah, <laughs> I'm going for that well before I'm going for this. Same price, a little bit more proof, wild turkey, yeah. So yeah, this is their mid-shelfy yeah. kind of thing. But I think what's interesting is that they don't really have I would what I would consider to be like an ultra premium, true product anymore. Um, not that like Bellmead ever really was, but they had all those like finishes and stuff like the honey and all yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I guess like as far as you know, limited releases, those kind of are yeah. Because they never did. Those were only like you had to go to the distillery yeah. and get it. They mm-hmm. weren't like, hey, we're getting the this year's Bellmead honey or anything yeah. like that. Which I still don't think I've tried. We had it at the meetup, didn't we? Oh yeah, we did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of late though. It was late and we'd had a lot. Yeah. So anyway, you know what it kind of reminds me of is uh, corn pops. Ooh, I can the see longer that. it sits on my palate, the more it's like this sweet, sugary corn. And I mean, it's got to be what, like, four to five years old. Oh, <laughs> let's, yes. Let's, let's let's go back into some sips and snacks. It's <laughs> a bunch of crunch yes. from earlier. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Did we just rewrite the game? <laughs> Move over, mellow corn. (laughs) Well, if you want a a little more expensive mellow corn pairing 
with bunch of crunch. This is it. Boom. Wow. Oh my. Oh my. Heck yes. Oh yeah. Oh. That helps it. That's almost um have you ever had a um like a corn pancake? Mm. Yeah, of course, like a cornbread yeah. pancake. That yeah, almost yeah. turns it into like a sweet like cornbread with like some kind of syrup on it or mm-hmm. something like that. That's a great pairing. Oh, that's really good. <laughs> do you want me to leave this with you so you can <laughs> I do might, some do some posts? And... I might have to. I'm not I'm not gonna miss it anytime oh, yeah. soon or anything. Unless you are sitting there and you have some bunch of crunch out of nowhere and you're like Oh shit, I left it at Eric's house. Not again. <laughs> not again. <laughs> yeah. The magical space-time vortex that opens up in my house and all of a sudden I have snacks from the movie theater. Why couldn't it have been Sour Patch Kids? I, I usually buy the snacks at the at the store now because everyone sells them yeah. in the boxes just to save money. Oh, wow, that's a really good pairing. This is going to be a weird review, I feel like. Because there are parts of this that I really like. And there are other parts mm-hmm. that I really do not like. Yep. It's not that the nose is inherently bad, but I don't really want perfume on the nose of my whiskey. No. So I'm struggling with it a, a little bit, but we'll uh, we'll go ahead and start talking about this. So each category, we uh, okay. Well, let me back up a little bit. Back up. We got a review system of nose, palate, finish, and price on the show. Each category is out of five. We give it a final score out of twenty. You can you know multiply by five if you want to see what it would be out of a hundred. But hundo, what hindo, hindo. Sorry. So, Eric, what are you thinking about on the nose here? It's not good. Mm-mm. 1.5. I was going to say the exact same. I mean, like you said, this is something that I want to smell when I go into somebody's like grandma's bathroom, but not what I want to smell when I pour yeah. some whiskey. Yeah. I mean, that's just how it is. Like, it's not horrible, but it's not whiskey, whiskey good. No. Um. Yeah, one point five for sure on the nose. I. I like that the palate has kind of turned away from the nose. It's still not great. <laughs> like I still have a couple of issues with it. I think overall, I enjoy it. Like I'm not. I'm not going yeah. like I. I don't want to. Go back to this. Like you said, it's a starter. It's not a finisher. Yeah. Um, I gave it a uh, 2.5. Yeah, I've I've been struggling between 2.5 and 3. I think naturally it would be like a 2.75, but I don't want to do all that extra math, so I'm going to go with the 2.5 as well. Uh, The finish is like non-existent. Yeah. Um, It's a a 1 for me. I gave it a 1.5, just kind of like the nose. Like I get a little bit, but it's very thin. Um, and very quick. doesn't add anything extra to it. So, yeah. But I think it does make for a better pairing. 
with the bunch the, of crunch. Yeah, if we added the pairing <laughs> on there, a pairing score. Yeah, like a like a three point five. Yeah, I could go with that. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but price with the quality of this at sixty dollars. I mean, there are just so many other things that I would pick up on the shelf. Uh, two out of five. I said the same. Two. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, it's the proof. I think, and the the blending gives it a little bit, but it's still there's a other stuff that's a hundred to hundred and ten that you could pick up for cheaper. Yeah. I I have a seven out of twenty. I'm a seven point five. I think I gave just yeah, barely, barely. Um, Pretty this much is the same. this might be the worst review that we've given since you've been on the show. I think it is. I Has think there been I've anything never, else that we I don't think I've ever given anything under a two myself, like any yeah, category. I know. That's crazy. I mean, it was it, we were due for a, a review of something that we didn't like, <laughs> I think, because we've had a bunch of stuff that we've been, you know, big fans of and, yeah. and whatnot. But it, it, it's weird that, like, Castle and Keys Bourbon scored higher than this. Yeah, I think both batches scored higher than this did. Is it just because this isn't like within our wheelhouse? I guess. I mean, but even the Castle and Key isn't really within our wheelhouse. Have we ever wheelhouse. done a review together where we did a pairing in the middle of it to try to make it better? Never. Never. This is the first time. Uh, I don't know. I just think with the price and with just the overall quality overall, of it. like yeah this is like a $14 bottle to me you know what i mean <laughs> like that just came it's out like, yeah but. no you're right you're right it is like a a a cheap heaven hill like you know not cheap necessarily but one of their like budget bottles yeah, it's like that. that they have on the market I'm not saying don't buy this. This could definitely be within somebody's. I think it's somebody's span yeah. or a scope of you know. I mean, I literally saw we saw at the meetup the differences in palettes because I literally bought brought a uh, that dark door thing and half of us like to have a sit. Somebody may is going to like this. Somebody's going to love it. Yeah. But, but if if this is the replacement that we're getting for for Bell Mead, uh-uh. that's a shame. That is an absolute shame. You want to compare it to I a would love to, actually. I want to get rid of... Uh, like, I'm not even going to compare it. I'm just going to get rid of the rest of what's in my glass. Now, is this the... the? Okay, so it's not the, like, cast strength reserve that they... This is what they eventually, for a while... I, obviously not now, but... They switched it up and did the the same proof all around instead of the different proofs and all that so this is 108.3 proof and the other one is 107.8 yeah, yeah 107.8 i think that there is and and look <laughs> we are not experts no we are commentators. I literally ruin whiskey according to some people. <laughs> <laughs> but we we are we are people who have opinions about about whiskey, have opinions about bourbon. Um, I think that in some cases, 
bourbon suffers from over analyzation. Yeah. Right. And I think that I, I'm not saying that like it could have been better at a different proof or, you know, there could have been a slightly different blend that they could have done with what they had available to them. But I definitely don't think that that is the best showing. No. From from Greenbrier. No. Um, especially when you've got like this like following. Like you people love oh, yeah. Bellmead. I oh, love yeah. Bellmead stuff. You've got all like those like we were saying earlier, the finishes and all that, and like you bring this out and like that just just doesn't line up with anything else. I mean, this is straight off the nose, like I mean it smells ten times better. It's just fuller. Yeah. It's just a more well rounded product and mm -hmm. I can see where this has like the same DNA. I mean they're definitely cut from the same cloth. Yeah. But they're not <laughs> they're not of the same quality by any means. I mean roughly I'd probably wind up giving this at least double the score. I would yeah, I was going to say this is if you straight off the bat without going into it like this is 50% better than what we just had. Yeah. So yeah. the moral of the story is buy. I think more you should Bell buy Bell Mead. Buy up Bell Mead. Yeah. yeah. Get if, some backups of Bell Mead. Yeah. No, I. Because I, they're about the same price. Yeah. The the reserve bourbon is not a good replacement mm -hmm. for for the Bell Mead, which sucks. I, I really wanted to like it. I really wanted to, you know, see it as something that we could recommend to people if they, you know, we're looking for an alternative to, yeah. but it's the way the cookie crumbles sometimes, I guess. That's how it is. So anyway, tips yeah. and bits. Tips and bits. It's where we recommend things for people. Not always bourbon related. Sometimes it is. It's very rarely bourbon related. I feel like we've usually already say. given our quote tips and bits on bourbon. Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. Um, I've been, I've watched a few things. You did. I've uh, been listening to some stuff. You have as well. Uh, do you want to go first, though? Sure. <laughs> I don't care. Go for it. I don't care. <laughs> so you have not watched this, so I'm going to keep this spoiler free. But oh, I haven't had a chance. Stranger Things. Yes. Yeah, I haven't had a chance I have to a get into it yet. Spoiler free. If we ever, if we want to go in the details about it, we can do it again. But Stranger Things season four. Um. I'm kind of 50-50 on. Yeah. I enjoyed it, but there's a lot of stuff I didn't. Um, and it kind of leads in from the third season because I feel like from the beginning, they eventually got to where they were doing too many storylines in one season. Oh, I think season two was a mess. Yeah. Uh, it, it, season one, I think, is still... Season one is the best. It's one of the best seasons of tv yeah uh, like ever it was so new and refreshing to get this season yeah. two it's almost like they tried to do too much well and they were also trying to do that backdoor pilot where yeah. you know there was like the 11 spinoff where she's got all these other super powered friends and everything and it just was messy and clunky yeah. and it didn't feel i just didn't it didn't feel quite as organic yeah as the uh the the first season yeah did so season four kind of continues that we've got like four different 
stories going on at the same yeah. time. And I personally was only invested in the group of kids that was in Hawkins dealing with the upside down. Yeah. So you've got you've got eleven at the end of season three. She moves away with uh, Will. Mm-hmm. Um, the Myers are going to take care of her, keep her away from everything. So they're in California. Yeah. Um, you've got uh, the Hawkins kids, uh, Nancy and Steve, babysitting everybody still. Um, all them in Hawkins. You've got uh, Hopper, who's in Russia now. <laughs> yes. Yes. Hopper's in Russia. Did you see the... the? <laughs> wait, wait a second. Did you see Hold season on. three? So, you know, I did. I did. But, like... Okay, so spoilers for season three of Stranger Things. So he dies at the end. Yeah. Right? But I didn't realize that he's just in Russia. Yeah, they caught him and they take him to Russia. <laughs> so we've got this whole... So he's now, over the course of like two or three years, two, his two one year, one biggest year. roles. One year. Sure. Yeah. His two biggest roles, both center around him being in Russia in some capacity. That is so freaking funny to me. Yeah. I would have lost my mind if I had started watching season four and he was in the exact same prison that he was in in Black Widow. I would have lost it. Yeah. Oh, okay. That You're talking is, about Black Widow. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Stranger yeah. Things, this is like a one-year gap between season three and no, season no, no, four. No, 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 yeah. But you're so, talking about Black Widow. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. I get it now. Uh, <laughs> that's why I That's why yeah. I reacted the yeah. way that I did, because... Yeah. <laughs> it all makes sense. Um, oh, that is good. That yeah. is really, really funny to so me. So we've got Joyce and um, the other guy, I can't remember his name, he was helping Hopper... They're trying to get Hopper from Russia, and they eventually make it to Russia. So you got the Russian story. Then you got the kids in California. Then you got the Hawkins kids. And then Eleven eventually breaks off on her own, and you've got a fourth story going on. But if, I'm telling you, if they would have just focused on what was happening in Hawkins, this is like Stranger Things meets uh, A Nightmare on Elm Street. It's the, yeah, it's the most horror-filled Stranger yes. Things yet. Good. It's so good. That's what I'm ready for, man. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna totally shit on the show because of everything else going on. Because episode four is one of the best Stranger Things episodes to date. Awesome. So good. Um, Get, okay. This this is slightly off topic. Was season three the first time that any member of the cast in Stranger Things dropped an f bomb? Because I want to say uh, yes, Billy did. Yeah, I want to say they did. Because I didn't, was, I didn't remember it before. They then. didn't. It was usually like a PG thirteen. Like they didn't hardly do anything like that. Well, I think you can get away with one. One is it one more yeah. than one is rated R or yeah. something like mm-hmm. that. I think so. Um, but um, but yeah, like season four is kind of messy, but it all wraps up pretty good at the last episode. Which Good. technically, it's the middle of the season. The middle, yeah, because yeah, yeah. they're going to come back with like two or three movie long episodes to wrap up season four. So in the um, the rumor going around was that the reason that they split it up was because of Netflix's 
core viewer retention uh, with all of the you know issues that they've been having recently, especially with yeah <clears throat> employee walkouts and and whatnot. But from from what I understand, it was actually because the special effects were not ready. There's a lot and, of special and, effects and, and in here's, this one. And here's the thing. They went from, we're going to release all of season four, like six months before it, the, the first half got released. And then they they pushed it back. And they were like, oh, we're only doing the first few episodes. And then they're, and, you know, they go, we're going to release the, the second half of the season later in the year. So it's a mess. Yeah. Like as far as a, a release standpoint goes, oh, and my kids—that's insane. My kids are pissed They're that like, they don't have the wait, rest of we the gotta season. Wait another month? <laughs> yeah, because like the kids. I thought love it wasn't it. until like September that they were putting out the, the second half. July, so you got to wait. A month. Oh, okay, just well, a month. Yeah, so you got time. But it's it's a messy season, and they're trying to do a lot. There's the arc of the kids in California. It just doesn't have anything hardly to do with Stranger Things, and I hate it. Yeah. Um, but the Hawkins stuff, it's like Nightmare on Elm Street, and the villain is cool. It wraps up in, it kind of comes together at episode seven, and I'm ready to finish this out and yeah. see. Good. So, I, I I think too that we've kind of reached that natural conclusion of <laughs> the show where we're just like. But I think Let's there's a season five. Well, I think that there's a season five as well, but it's not going to be for probably right. about ten years. I, I told when they age, when everybody gets aged up, and right. you know they're adults and everything. I would be watching this season. I would be happy if it was like Stranger Things, The Hawkins Files, where it was like for one or two episodes, the kids kind of Scooby Dude, like different that crap uh, upside down. <laughs> They Scooby Doo that crap. <laughs> they Scooby Doo that crap. <laughs> Different like upside down monsters, like uh, some kind of monster from the upside down. They had to figure it out, send it back, and do it, and then it moved on to another one. Kind of like a, a monster of the week type show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be kind of fun. Watching it like this, I'm like, yeah, that could work. But they they're definitely trying to. <clears throat> pull it out and put so many different storylines that it's kind of just messy. And I, I think that that was what we were kind of led to believe season two was going to be like, because you, you see them in the previews dressed up as the Ghostbusters, right, right, and right, right. you're like, oh, well, maybe they're going to actually have to like... You know, they added Max put, and Billy, too. Yeah, 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 and they're going to have to like put things back into the box, essentially, yeah. with, you know, all the ghosts, or the ghosts, but monsters yeah, that are coming exactly. from the upside down, and it, and it just was like, I don't know, season two just didn't have the same impact yeah. that season one did. Season three was... I I was really kind of bored with it. Yeah. Um, by the end, I was like, "All right, well, I just watched. I wasted, you know, six or seven hours of, right. <laughs> of my time with with this show." But I, it, I don't know. There's something I I think that is still so compelling about these characters that it makes me want to go back and and find out what's yeah. happened to them. Um, and I that's a big problem with current television shows anyway that yeah. some of the characters are written in a more compelling way that than the the story actually is True. which is weird like yeah. because those two things shouldn't be 
mutually exclusive. They should work well together. Mm-hmm. And and like I I haven't watched any of the the CW superhero shows in a long time, but at least for the first like three seasons, that's what kept me going with the Flash. Yeah, because those characters were so interesting and you cared about them, even though what was kind of going on around them was not that interesting. Yeah. It was the way that they kind of reacted to things in in their life. Reality Flash. Now that's that's a that's an interesting story right now. <laughs> the real Flash, the person <laughs> Ezra Miller's. Um, look, they Whoa. they need they need professional help. <laughs> they need to be removed from society for a little while, and we'll we'll talk about that. Maybe when the Flash movie yeah, comes out true. next year, yeah. even though it was supposed to come out this year, November. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, I hate to hear that it's just kind of a mess. It's not. I'm not. I'm not saying don't watch it because there's there's. I'm still more, gonna watch it. Yeah, of course. Yeah. There's more good than bad, but at the same time, I found myself wanting certain stuff to to like just get off the screen and yeah. get back to. The Hawkins story, the upside down stuff. Yeah. If you when you watch it, you'll know what I mean. But yeah, it's it's the most horror filled um Stranger Things so far though. And yeah. and I like that a lot. I'll talk about a few things. I'll kind of run through them a little bit quicker. But um hold on. My my notes haven't synced up between my phone and my computer so i've got like a bunch of different things going on i've spent a a fair bit of time recently reacquainting myself with like youtube channels yeah and and watching a bunch of stuff that's going on there um there's a guy that i've been watching for a long time his name's charles cornell he used to do like meme videos where he'd play along to you know weird thing like weird rants or whatever that had like his biggest one i think was a cardi b video where he played piano along to her she just had like a weird social media video and like he's he, he just did that for a long time but then it started getting to where he was like breaking down music and talking about it in very like educational yeah. ways and with the bob's burgers movie coming out he decided to put out a video on H. John Benjamin's um, jazz album. Do you know about this? No, but the fact that he's doing a jazz album has just cracked me up. So it came out a few years ago. It was in like 2015. And the album cover, I'll paint a, I'll paint a picture for you. It's H. John Benjamin. And he's sitting at a piano. And he's dressed like Evil Knievel. And the title of the album is, Well, I Should Have, dot, 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 with a um, little asterisk. And in the bottom right-hand corner, you see the, the asterisk again, and it says, Learned How to Play Piano. <laughs> and so there's a few tracks on the song or on the album that are called... Like, I don't know how to play piano. I was just like, I part can't play one. piano or something. Yeah, and like there's a part two <laughs> and everything. And it's, from a music standpoint, it is like slightly infuriating, but at the same time, it is so funny. 
because he's got this really tight band playing behind him and like they know the tunes and they're just well rehearsed and everything and here he is just plonking away on the keyboards it doesn't even work oh it, it well it's like rhythmically it's pretty much there yeah but it's completely out of key and he's not really <laughs> playing anything of note or anything good <laughs> but it's uh it's a really fun listen. Yeah. It's really fascinating. I mean, if you're like into jazz, which I know you're not really, but I, but I mean, H. John Benjamin as an an actor, I appreciate and, you know, as a comedian, though, so. yeah, I, like he's it's fun. It's funny yeah. to listen to and everything. Um, so so Charles Cornell, he did a, a breakdown video about that. But then I also discovered this the other day, and. I was having one of those moments of like existentialism where, you know, it's really wanky, <laughs> but just like having that thought of like, you know, if I could somehow be able to go up, you know, just outside of Earth. Go into space and just look at the planet for like 10 minutes. Just see it. See that there's this whole thing that we're existing this on. This whole round ball that we're just hanging out on. And then just come back down. I'd be perfectly happy. Like just if that opportunity ever presented itself, I I would be a very happy person. And then, like, two days later, I got recommended a video, a live stream on YouTube that was the view from the International Space Station <laughs> as it passes over the Earth. And it is genuinely one of the most relaxing things I have ever seen. And it's so fascinating to watch it just pass over different continents and islands and everything, and you see where, like, Clouds are forming for storms and different weather patterns and whatnot, but it is so cool. And like, it was almost like that answer to like, I don't know if you're ever going to be able to do that, right. but here's something that might kind of scratch that yeah. itch. But yeah. like, it it did in a weird way, and I was just kind of like, I found myself more at peace, hmm. and it just, I don't like. I I showed it to I talked to Lucy about it and. I was like, that, that just happened across this thing. And I thought maybe she would get bored with it. And I was just watching it on my phone, and I handed her my phone. And she stood there. She literally just stood next to me for like two minutes straight just watching it. And she was like, this is fascinating. She was like looking at, you know, how the clouds were forming yeah. and everything. And I was like, I, I know. Like, what a what a crazy time in technology that we can literally get images sent directly from a satellite that's that's amazing floating above the earth yeah and we can see everything that's happening it just is so beautiful yeah and i i i watch it like daily now <laughs> just as like my moment of zen how to do that it's really really nice it's a good way to kind of 
remind yourself that uh, things are not always as big or bad as they right. they seem to be. I like that. In one moment. So anyway. I like that. It's been a crazy episode. We've been all over the place. I like that too. Between Arby's and uh, bourbon that we don't like to talking down. about yeah, the upside down and talking about uh, the meaning of life, I guess. Yeah. I mean, that's Just, what you get when you listen to the This Is My Bourbon podcast. Yeah, it's where we are, man. But anyway, now's as good a time as any, I suppose, to uh, bring us on home. Bring us home. Which I'm going to allow Eric to do right now man. because that's his job. I can't <laughs> believe that you gave me this responsibility and like... I mean, I get you nervous. do a great job with it, though. I know, but I get nervous every time. You, did I ever told you that? Like, no. part of me goes, "Do it right, or you're going to get fired." <laughs> you're not going to get fired. <laughs> Who but, else am I going to have? <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was the fakest little laughing. <laughs> Nobody, bitch. You ever uh, seen um, uh, Steve Carell's joyless laughing man? He did it on Conan once. <laughs> I don't think so. He he. Completely like emotionless, does like the biggest Michael Scott laugh ever, but he's he's not smiling at all. It is so funny. <laughs> oh my gosh, it cracks me up. Anyway, sorry, go ahead. Anyway, if you want to support the show, go to patreon.com slash my bourbon podcast for as little as a dollar a month. You can help us out, and that five dollars, you get all the bonus shit. Um, episodes, uncut episodes. Whatever me and Perry decide to do, we're going to put it on the Patreon. Um, so, yeah, patreon.com slash podcast. If you want to send a question or a comment or you want to send us a sample or ask us to pair something, this is mybourbonshop at gmail.com. Uh, if you want some merch or apparel, it's bourbonshop.threadless.com. Uh, if you want some Whiskey Mutant merch, it's whiskeymutant.shopify.com. If you want to leave a message on the barrel ring segment, it's 859-428-8253. Call that number. Leave us a voicemail, and we'll talk to you. Not in real time, but you'll get to hear your voice on the episode. Um, on all social media, you can follow the show at My Bourbon Pod. Um, on Facebook, we have a Facebook group that's continuing to grow. Um, a lot of new members coming in on that. You can post whatever you want. You'll I've get had, show I've had, to, I've had to kick a couple of people out Ooh, recently because they're they're little spam bots. Ooh, little spam bots. Get the fuck out of here. Answer spam your question. Bots. If we if you join want to join, answer the question. Answer the question. This is my bourbon podcast Facebook group. Um you can go on YouTube. This is my bourbon podcast. Perry goes live every Thursday night. I try to join him whenever I'm not busy, but like I said, every Thursday night, 8 o'clock, Perry's on This Is My Bourbon Podcast on YouTube. It's true. Every week, every every right. night. He's always Not there. every night. Every week. Every every night, every week, That's begins with Thursday and ends with Thursday? I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> Thursday, Thursday. Thursday, Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you want to leave a review, um, do that. Give us a five-star review or not. Either way, we're going to read it. Um, read, read it personally and out loud. Yeah, out loud. And if we don't like it, we'll probably just shit on you. Um, but you at, jerks. at the same time, we we uh, enjoy reviews and we need them. Uh, and then, you know what? Just tell your neighbor. Tell your friend. Just tell us. Tell, tell the guy that you bought Elijah Craig Barrel Proof from. I did. Did you really? Yeah. Oh, I hope he listens. I don't know if he will. <laughs> Either way, I mentioned it. So, but yeah. That's 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 how you support the show, follow the show, and do all that fun stuff. Yeah. Um, 
we had a bonus episode come out last week. I hope you guys have enjoyed that. We got another one coming out this week. Um, we're going to try to do some more like just bonus reviews and, yeah. and whatnot, uh, just so there's more content in your feed. And so you guys can stay a little bit more connected with us. I hate this that like at the end of the episode, I finally feel like I'm fully awake. I think kinda, I need, your eyes kind of. Well, I I think I needed a little up. bit of. <laughs> I think I might have had a slight hangover, <laughs> and I needed a little bit of alcohol to kind of like hair the dog me yes. out of it. I don't know. Anyway, next week, um, flying blonde. Sure. <laughs> I don't know what else. Maybe we could. I got a uh, review we're going to do next week. You know, it would be fun because I'm looking at it right there. We could compare our uh, Elijah Craig single barrel 18s. Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah, let's do it. Compare it with some other Elijah Craig single barrels, and we could just do a whole Elijah. It's been a while since we've had just like a a, a centric episode on like one. And I've got the Elijah Craig that up. Did the YouTube? Yes, Byron. let's do that too. Elijah Craig episode coming at you sounds good to me um because i don't think we have any like new releases or anything that are going to be out soon I've got, I've got well i've got some stuff coming up that we can review okay either we got way stuff. we got stuff regardless that does it for this week as always thank you all so much for listening we couldn't do this without you you guys mm-hmm. are literally the reason that we are able to, to just just do this every week yeah so we'll see you all real soon Until then, though, I'm Perry. I'm Eric. And this is my bourbon podcast.